0: Oh yes, we roll the states. 360 degrees, high high, 360 degrees, high, high 306, 306, 360 degrees, high, 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 high,
1: around, ha, around, around, round,
2: Welcome to Full Circle, your cultural affairs radio mag- magazine. This show is produced by apprentices of the First Voice Media Action Program in Huichin, occupied Ohlone territory, also known as the East Bay Area. On tonight's show, you will hear about the general medical professors profession's approach to aging as we speak with best-selling author and columnist Barbara Ehrenreich about her latest book, Natural Causes.
3: We start the conversation about aging and death with an opinion by Joey Moore. And we continue that conversation with you, our listeners. Yes, we're taking calls. I'm Joy Moore. And I'm Laura Laborico Echegaray. Stay with us. <laughs>
2: all right good evening everyone and welcome back you're listening to full circle on kpfa 94.1 fm tonight we want to discuss aging and how to age with the most comfort and ease recently i found myself contemplating my life and fully realizing my life is finite of course i've always known i would die but it just really hit me after my mom passed away that experience affected me in a way That was very profound, and I've made some important decisions about how I want my life to end. These are some of my thoughts. There are approximately 7.6 billion people on our planet, and each and every one of us will die. Yet, we really think of death. And if we do, it's someone else's and or how we can stave off our own demise. A nation obsessed with youth and fitness, altering our bodies with surgery and other medical procedures is considered a good thing. Even though most of us are in denial, there comes a time in our life we realize and have to admit we're aging. Our bodies are not as supple and energetic as they once were. Our hair and skin is drier. Our bones hurt and can't work so hard. We can't eat so much without consequences. These things are natural, but we try to fix ourselves with prescriptions and surgery. Of course, you have to have tests and more tests to tell you that your symptoms can be treated, but they don't tell you you're not ill. You're just aging. Then they send you home with some pills and charge you a lot of money. There are approximately 326 million people in the US. Of that number, about 76 million are considered to be baby boomers, including myself. That's all people born before 1964. All of us, all of us will die. The question is what will be our quality of life at the end? Will we accept the inevitable and gracefully age and enjoy and revel in the end? Or will we struggle with the medical profession's outrageous procedures and costs, suffering debilitating side effects and heinous radioactive poisonings, just to prolong and stave off the inevitable? Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying if you're ill, you should just suck it up and take it. I'm suggesting we distinguish between what is natural aging and what is illness. I recently suffered a serious bout of indigestion after eating a pound of beef at a barbecue. Oh, it was ugly. I was bloated and passing gas, lost my appetite and had abdominal pain. I went to my primary care physician and she suggested a battery of tests, which might or might not show what was wrong. I balked at the $262 deductible for a CAT scan and I asked her what would she have suggested before CAT scans. I didn't get the CAT scan yet, but I have been working on my system with healthy, easily digested food, anti-acids and natural laxatives to clean my system. I drink lots of water and I exercise. If the pain occurs again, I probably will get a scan. It's just not my first option to dose myself with an x-ray image made using computerized exiled tomography electromagnetic radiation, okay? (sighs) There is no pill or procedure that can keep you young. And there certainly is no way, as far as we know, to stave off death indefinitely. So relax, those entering the end of life. Enjoy. Stay active. Do what you like. Have a little fat and wine if you want. Don't stress and go to the doctor for every twitch and change or case of indigestion. Take care of yourself now, no matter your age. Eat well. Work at something you love to do. Sleep and love somebody and enjoy. Just enjoy. That's my goal. This has been Joy Moore for Full Circle.
3: That was the voice of our Full Circle's production consultant, Joy Moore. Thank you, Joy. I really appreciate how you talked about your recent episode of Sickness and how you made your own informed decisions about it. This is a great start of the conversation that we want to have because, you know, every day more and more of us baby boomers are taking the extra step to be better informed in order to make those decisions that shape the quality of our lives. I I applaud you cheerfully. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Lara.
2: Later on in our show, we will welcome your calls. So I want to give out the number so you have it ready when we are. It is toll-free, 1-800-958-9008. We can talk about aging, the quality of of end-of-life, your approach and preparation, comments and questions later later in the show.
3: Yeah, and we're going to play a song by the British group Pulp. And they're saying, you can dye your hair, but the only thing you can run away from is yourself. Here is their song, Help the Aged. Help the Aged.
4: I love this song. One time they were just like you. Drinking, smoking, sex and, and, and sniffing, glue. Help the Aged.
2: I love that line funny how it all falls away <laughs> so help the aged. that tune was called help the Aged by the British group pulp and we'll include links to the lyrics on our website kpfaapprentice.org that's all one word kpfaapprentice.org
3: and you're listening to 94.1 FM and online at kpfa.org we're full circle the First Boy Apprenticeship Program, visit our website, kpfaapprentice.org, and also follow us on social media. We are First Voice on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You'll find more information on events and behind the scene pictures of our own apprenticeship program crew. All
2: right. Yeah, stay in touch with us. Let us know what you feel about, how you feel. So tonight we're having a conversation about aging and The End of Life. We're inspired by the latest book of um, Barbara Ehrenreich, Natural Causes. Most likely, some of you know her by one of her 21 books, including Nickeled and Dimed. And we were able to reach her by phone, and she graciously shared her insights and experiences with us. Here's the first segment, Interview with Barbara Ehrenreich. So this is Joy Moore here for Full Circle, along with Laura.
3: Laura Chegaray.
2: Thank you, Chegaray. I'm going to work <laughs> on that. We are... Speaking with Barbara Ehrenreich is an author and political activist who describes herself as a myth buster by trade and has been called a veteran muckraker by the New Yorker. During the 1980s, she was a prominent figure in the Democratic Socialists of America. She is widely read an award-winning columnist and essayist and author of 21 books, including her 2001 book, Nickel and Dime, on not getting by in America, a memoir of Erin Reich's three-month experiment surviving on minimum wage as a waitress, hotel maid, house cleaner, nursing home aide, and Walmart clerk. It was described by Newsweek magazine as jarring and full of riveting grit. Her latest book, Natural Causes, is a razor sharp polemic which offers an entirely new understanding of our bodies, ourselves, and our place in the universe. Natural Causes, an epidemic of wellness, the certainty of dying, and killing ourselves to live longer, describes how we overprepare and worry way too much about what is inevitable.
3: Yes, Natural Causes examines the way in which we obsess over death, our bodies, and our health, both funny and caustic. Aaron Reich tackles the seemingly unsolvable problems of how we might better prepare ourselves for the end while still revelling in the lives that remains to us. Claiming to be all enough to die, feminist scholar Aaron Reich takes on the task of investing America's peculiar approach to aging, health, and wellness Aaron Reich, sharp's intelligence and graceful prose make this book largely pleasurable reading. Thank
2: you. Thank you so much, Barbara. So, you know, I, I did interview, I have to make a disclaimer, I guess, about 15 years ago about nickel and dimed uh, on a show we did here called About Health. So we saw this book and we were like, oh, my goodness, we have to get her back on. So we want to start out by asking you, why did you write this book?
5: Well, two reasons, because I'm old enough, all right? Uh, As I said, old enough to die uh, without it being any kind of great mystery. I'm 76, and so, you know, I'm in the uh, age group that drops off, you know, that that starts exiting. We're already exited in many cases. Mm. And one of the things I have been noticing about um, people, oh, say people over 50, or even over forty, or in the Bay Area, over twenty. <laughs> it, um, this preoccupation with health, mm. this obsession with uh, eating right, exercising the right amount, um, getting all the preventive tests you can from the doctor, and
6: it—you it,
5: know—it just began to weigh on me. All these friends who, at one point, you know, were thinking about, well, um, things like social feminism or whatever, you know, and were political people who are now wanting to talk about their excellent cholesterol results in the last test (laughs) and how they have given up yet another substance that they who decided is unhealthful for them, um, like butter (laughs) or fat. And I I just thought, this is strange. The older I get, the more I want to enjoy things, Mm -hmm. you know, and the less I want to give anything up. And so I I start out the book with how I began to stop getting the preventive tests that doctors want you to do once you're over a certain age Mm -hmm. and for very good reasons scientific reasons I decided they were nonsense (laughs) and you know no more no more mammograms never had a colonoscopy etc if there's something wrong with me I say doctor you do see a doctor yeah
3: that was my next question you do see a doctor so why do you see a doctor
5: Well, recently I had a bout of atrial fibrillation where heart muscle doesn't beat synchronously. And that's not good because you can't exert yourself. Your heart's going so fast, you get weak all the time. So I went to a doctor, he diagnosed it. I take a bunch of meds now, and they seem to have helped. But my deal with doctors is always... If there is something wrong that's bothering me, I will come to you, but you are not to go looking for problems. Mm.
3: Oh, it's like when you take your car to the shop and they start diagnosing things that are not making any noise or bothering you.
4: (laughs) I guess,
5: I guess, yeah.
2: Yeah, and that has been my experience as well. If I go with a complaint of some kind, then they want to do a whole battery of tests that have nothing to do with the complaint. You know, they start with the blood, and then they do a, a heart rate and, and um, blood pressure and CAT scan and all this other stuff because I had a, a twitch in my eye or something.
3: <laughs> Interesting, because I had the exact opposite experience when I go and I have a symptom and they say, oh, no, it's nothing. You're just <laughs> aging.
5: <laughs> oh, I want your doctor. Yeah, right. Me too. There's plenty of problems of people not getting the care they need in this country. But we have a particularly particularly skewed system of allocating health resources
4: Mm -hmm.
5: so that um, old people uh, get much more attention and care because we have Medicare. Yes. We're insured. Yes. Young people, um, well, unless they're clinging anxiously to um, uh, the Affordable Care Act, may have nothing, no insurance. Mm-hmm. There's an interesting thing I found out since writing this book, which is that the rate of maternal mortality is rising in the United yes. States. Now, that's, that's a weird. Every other advanced country, and probably some of the other non-advanced countries, maternal mortality is falling.
4: Hmm.
5: Not here. Why? Well, it appears that the problem uh, centers around um, black women in the South who are mm-hmm. just not getting the prenatal and perinatal care that they need, obviously.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: Now, that's crazy. You know, while they're doing all these excess tests on people like me and you, Joy, uh, there are these, these young women going out, going without necessary preventive care, right. care of any kind.
3: I can attest to that because I was there when Hurricane Maria hit Puerto Rico, and um, actually a lot of the people who died were the elders, and it all happened because of lack of access to health care or available health care. Mm-hmm. We call that genocide.
2: Yeah. Well, it's probably the same reason why... Um, the women aren't, women who are pregnant or, or bearing children are not getting the care that they need. For one, a lot of them don't have health care. And you can go to the emergency room and have a baby, and then there's nowhere to make money out of that. So we're sending you home after. I heard that a lot of the um, mortality for women are after birth, that there are things that are happening. They need to be checked on. They need to see a doctor, as well as prenatal care. So I thought that was interesting.
3: You just heard the voice of Barbara Ehrenreich, author of Natural Causes. You can visit her website at barbaraehrenreich.com. This next song is like a commentary on the aging process by Grandma Vera. She's, she has parody Patsy Klein's song, Fall to Pieces, and plays it. All by herself on a guitar at her 90th birthday celebration. I think you will really enjoy this.
7: Do, does anybody remember Captain Time" and "I Fall to Pieces"? Kelly, oh, yeah. Well, I rewrote it. <laughs> I rewrote it and I dedicated it to seniors. And it's "We Fall to Pieces." <laughs> And if any of you young people think it's not true, I have news for you.
2: Full Circle on 94.1 FM KPFA. You were just listening to Grandma Vera singing her version of Patsy Klein's song Fall to Pieces. She seems to agree with Barbara Ehrenreich, who we heard earlier, and we should try to have fun while we fall into pieces, and all of us will fall to pieces. I just want to remind everybody. So let's hear more um, of Bar- from Barbara Ehrenreich, see what she has to say in the second part of the interview, and please get ready to call in with your questions and or comments. I'm going to give her the number out one more time, 1-800-958-9008. Let's get back to Barbara Ehrenreich. But Laura, you were talking about the your personal situation now.
3: Yep, I um uh, my father is eighty three and he keeps telling me, you know, I can go anytime. So we're starting to have that conversation. And so I wanted to ask you if you think that death is inevitable and not nature intended for us to die, have you given any consideration to what happens during or after the the process of death? Where, where does your spirit go, or do you have any beliefs in regards to that?
5: People have, for a long time, in hundreds of years, speculated that there was some immaterial essence of a person that continues after death. Maybe so. I'm just saying there is no evidence whatsoever for that well, I, sounds harsh but that's
2: it well i agree with you actually but i think our societies societies have come up with a way to help people deal with the inevitability of death and in other words they're saying oh you gotta live a good life because you you might go to hell or you, you don't want to go you want to go to heaven and all of those things are one to control our behavior and two to take away the fear of the unknown i don't
5: deal in this book with the religious explanations. I, I'm not a religious person. I really have no reason to believe anything except that when my body dies, that's it. Yep. And of Barbara, you know.
2: <laughs> and whatever happens, happens, right? And you won't even, we won't know about it because nobody's not, come back.
5: <laughs> I've done my best, but <laughs> I can't take responsibility for the moment after I die.
2: I love it. Thank you. So first of all I want to say again thank you for writing this book and I do agree there is an obsession not only with health but with youth uh, in this country that when you start getting 40 you look at your wrinkles and your gray hair and you want to change it and do something and all those things are inevitable so we um, glorify youth and we don't even care I don't think about uh, older people and aging you know so many people are neglected or left alone in, in nursing houses or whatever but if I'm I'm 67 myself, and I am thinking about the end of my life. What advice would you give people, or, or your readers, or your listeners? What were you mainly trying to say in, in this book?
5: Well, I, I think first we can relax a little bit about all those things you are doing to prolong your life, because so many of them are, are silly,
4: mm.
5: and a lot of this book is myth busting. Mm about our ideas of those things that will make us live longer. And I I look at the data and (laughs) say, don't look that way. (laughs) Uh, So that's the first thing is relax. Okay. If you eat a cheeseburger, don't worry. All right. (laughs) Well, I mean, I'm not endorsing cheeseburgers because they're environmental reasons Mm -hmm. not to eat them, but you know, that's not going to, change your, uh, you know, accelerate your aging process mm. uh, in a way that you can see. And secondly, um, you know, do things that are important to you, that you want to do. Don't, you know, don't spend all that time trying to uh, prolong your life. Spend it doing what what is meaningful. And if you don't have something... By the time you're 67 or 76, like me, that's meaningful and important to you. Then I don't know what to say.
2: Yeah. Then um, why are you prolonging you know, your life, right? Yeah. What?
5: what have you been? What are you prolonging it for? I mean, for me, those most meaningful things have always been outside of my family. Um, things that you might call movements uh, for social change, for mm-hmm. social justice. And I've got a lot to do on that front. Right. I don't even have time to die right this minute. <laughs> and I love
2: that attitude because we, we uh, Laura and I were talking before we called you about the quality of life. It was one of the things that I'm, I've am i been saying. I've already given um, a directive to my family that I don't want to be uh, intubated. I don't want to be resuscitated. I, if it's my time to go... And, and, if my at the end of my life, I'm not able to walk and function and move and uh, eat. Um, I don't want to live anyway. If, 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 if there's something going on with me and I'm not able to eat, I'm done. So <laughs> don't try to, to uh, prolong my life. If, if I'm not able to get up and eat me a good bowl of collard greens and some cornbread, I, I don't want to be here. So let it go. And It's the quality, too, because both my grandmom, I mean, my grandfather and my mom, at the end of their life, they were both given medications that put their kidneys out of whack, and they had to be on kidney dialysis for both of them for four years, and both of them at the end of those four years said, I can't do this anymore. Let's just let me go, and it's the quality of life that I'm talking about, that we're not going to be youthful. We're not going to be the same at 21 as we are at 67, and we can't expect that.
5: Yeah, and no, I completely agree. I want my little pleasures. I wouldn't count cornbread among them, but <laughs> you know, uh, I want my um, my my wine. Yeah, uh, I want you know things like that, and I'm not I'm not going to live without them. Got it. And I also need to get certain kinds of work done. Mm. I'm I'm just not finished. Got it. So I got plenty to do other than worry about these
2: things thank you I really really appreciate you taking the time to talk with us your work I really have admired you from the time I first read nickel and dimed and followed you I really appreciate you sharing your insight on this and your experience because um, you did have a bout of cancer is that not true I had breast cancer and you've overcome that somehow, and you had to go well, through this. that
5: the, was about 15 years ago. Okay,
2: yeah. you had to go through the medical system to do mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. So you have insight, you have experience, and I'm great, grateful that you shared it with us.
5: Well, thank you for letting me join you today.
2: All right, so our engineer is asking about your work with social feminism as a 76-year-old. Are you still doing that work?
5: You could say so. I mean, there's a lot of the, the work does sort of come under that heading. I'll tell you what I do. I work with a group that I founded called Economic Hardship Reporting Project. And what we do is we help support younger writers, impoverished writers, writers of color, people who have you know really great stories to tell because they themselves are suffering from economic hardship. Mm-hmm. Uh, we nurture them as writers and get them published in important places
2: okay. and
5: try to launch their careers.
2: I love it. Thank you.
5: You know, it's, it's so much fun. I mean, it's so gratifying for me. And this is what gives me personally a sense of immortality.
4: Mm.
5: If it. I can be helping other people to do the kinds of things I can't do anymore, mm.
4: you know,
2: the
5: kind of the
2: on-the-ground reporting, right. getting them to do it. Yeah, yeah, creating opportunity for others' voices to be heard. I love that. Thank you, Darlene. That's our our engineer who's interested in you and your work as well. So,
5: so yeah, look us up on uh, look our website up, Economic Partnership Reporting
3: Project. Got it. I will look it up, Laura. I just have a question for you. It's it's one part of your book you mention about. Relaxing, and you mentioned relaxation before and, and um how the exercise also is is good for you and it makes you relax and all that. And I've recently started meditating, and I and it find it super relaxing for me too, and and very empowering. Uh, what's your take on that?
5: Well, I don't meditate. Um, that's I'm not I don't say that with pride. My son <laughs> does. Then meditate
3: 15 20 minutes
2: a day religiously. I don't know, I just zone out, mm. and that is That's really what meditation is for to allow you to zone out. <laughs> well,
3: but it just makes I'm me, me think I know you mentioned that we know it's not going to extend our lives, but it wouldn't that be make our lives worth living, you know, better living? Yeah, I suppose, yeah.
2: To each his own, right?
3: Yeah. I guess we choose our pleasures. Yeah.
2: And maybe the glass of wine is equal to meditation (laughs) for some people. (laughs) Anyway, thank you again. Um, You're welcome.
3: On behalf of the apprenticeship program, I thank you for talking with us.
2: And doing the work that you're doing. Keep it up. Uh, Oh, good. I will as long as I can. Okay. Thank you, Barbara. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Welcome back. You're listening to Full Circle here on Pacifica Radio, KPFA 94.1 FM. And that was the voice of Barbara Ehrenreich. We've been discussing aging and her latest book, Natural Causes. Her work, her book offers an alternative view of how life should end and evaluates life quality and what that means. I was really touched by what she had to say. It's such a timely conversation for me now.
3: Yep. Yeah, definitely. And we're about to get into another music break, but we are ready to take your calls. The number again is 1-800-958-9008. Tonight we have been talking about aging and our inevitable passing. What are your thoughts about it? Yeah. You can share your wisdom at one 800 958 Nine zero zero eight. We will take your calls after Bill Withers, Grandma's Hands.
4: Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Grandma's Hands clapped in church on Sunday morning. Grandma's Hands played a tambourine so well. Hey, used to issue out a warning she'd say, Billy, don't you run so fast. Might fall on a piece of glass. Might be snakes there in that grass, Grandma's hand. Grandma's hey, sue the local unwed mother, Grandma's hey. Used to ache sometimes and swell Grandma's hand Used to lift her face And tell her she'd say Baby, Grandma, understand That you really love that man Put yourself in Jesus' hands Grandma's hand Grandma's hand Used to hand me a piece of candy Hand. Pick me up each time I fail grandma's hand Boy, they really came in a handy would Say, Matty, don't you whip that boy What you wanna spank him for? He didn't drop no apple core But I don't have grandma anymore If I get to heaven, I'll look for grandma's hand
2: all right welcome back i'm a little emotional (laughs) you're listening to uh, full circle here in houtine occupied ohlone territory also known as berkeley the song we just heard is grandma's hands by bill withers it's one of my favorites and it's because it reminds me of my grandmother my
3: nana may she rest in peace you're listening to full circle on 94.1 fm kpfa one of pacifica radio stations we want to send out a big thank you to all of those that donated during this recent fund drive and we still want to encourage folks who can donate to go to kpfa.org all the thank you gifts are still available check out the kpfa schwag. have you seen that joy no. there are socks there are hats <laughs> skirts shirt no not skirts no, shirts and hoodies but water bottles remember your water yes yeah and tote bags many thank you to everyone for your generous supports because we really really need it and be sure to check our website later after the show where we will post the links to barbara's work the website is kbfaapprentice.org. and it will be uh, all up on our website at about 9 p.m. Uh, and we're also spreading to the rest of social media. Now we are on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And you can look us up as First Voice Media. And you can stay on top of what we're doing and planning as First Voice Media.
2: All right. Thank you, Lada. Mm-hmm. All right. Tonight, we've been talking about aging. And if you want to join the conversation, you can call us at 1-800-958-9008. We have callers waiting on the line. Let's get to the phones. Let's go to our first caller, Tanya in San Francisco. Welcome to Full Circle.
5: Well, well that's I can't believe I'm first. Uh, I, I, Barbara, I grew up meeting you and other feminists.
6: And, um, I am now at age of uh, 72 and I'm listening to you and I, everything mirrors how I feel. I think the, um, the relaxing part of just, Hey, you know, get into where you're going and, and go and don't be taking all those tests. Fabulous. I think, uh, women are...
2: Too thank you tanya just want to let you know barbara was a recorded interview she's not here with us she's here in spirit for sure um, but i really thank appreciate you. your comment and that you appreciated what yeah. she was saying
6: absolutely i did and thank you for the time
2: you're welcome thank, thank you, you for call- thank you for calling in
6: good good health and good
2: luck all right thank you, you too all right we have another call you if you want to join us it's 1-800-958-9008 let's go to the next call Ivar in Berkeley welcome to Full Circle
8: hi there hi I've enjoyed uh, the interview and I'm liking the show and the music's been good too um and uh Barbara Ehrenreich is very you know I heard another interview with her about that book on KPFA and she's just so uh She's sort of like thought-provoking, but also kind of like provoking. She's just very like, uh, you know, she just says what's on her mind. It's cool. I do want to say, though, I have had a couple of elder friends of mine die recently, and alcohol was really instrumental in taking them down.
4: Mm.
8: In fact, pretty much, you know, well, smoking was part of it, too. But really, the alcohol and the thinning of the digestive membranes, that's what got both of them, and... I understand the wine and everything like that and it's nice with dinner. My relationship with my mother suffers after she drinks wine with dinner. You know, I had to stop drinking cuz alcohol was a problem for me so I sometimes I I have another elder friend who's a classmate of mine I mentioned that I didn't drink and she kind of rolled her eyes she was like, "Yeah, you know some" Do some, you know, she doesn't have a problem with it. I just want to say something for so dangerous for some people, and it can still be dangerous when you're old, <laughs> older. You yeah. know, yeah. even if you you could you could you get depressed and all of a sudden you start hitting the wine harder, and boom, you, you you go out. You know, I just wanted to say that mostly, and um, and I just also wanted to say one thing about the, what she was saying about the unfinished work, and she still has work to do. I have to say, um, that has been problematic for some of the people who I've seen not so happy, not so willing to face death as they get older, is this feeling that they have this unfinished work. Mm. And it starts to, it's like a, you know, and it starts to, everything else starts to feel like it's competing for their time to do that important work. Mm. And it's like, I'm like, damn, what the hell were you doing the last 70 years? You know, like, it's like, this sounds crazy, and I'm I'm only you know I'm almost forty, but I'm just I like I don't know. My daughter is wonderful. I've done a lot of cool art, you know. I I, I it's if, if I was going to get taken out right now, I mean knock on wood, but I mean I'm just not feeling like it would be that scary. Right. somehow. Mm-hmm.
2: Thank you, Ivar. You know, I'm
8: happy.
2: <laughs> I I agree with you, yeah, except for right. I agree with almost everything you said. I think all things should be taken in moderation, particularly alcohol, and we shouldn't smoke. And I'm a um, hypocrite because I'm, I'm working on that but one thing i do disagree with that if you feel like you have unfinished business as long as you're still working on it it's okay if you're just sitting around saying damn i got unfinished things i need to do that might hurt you but if you have unfinished business and you're out trying to do it as barbara was i think it'd be okay but thanks for calling i right, barbara let's go we're going to try to we got several calls on the line let's see if we can go to the next one um barbara in richmond welcome to full circle
6: Hello. Hello. Um, I've um, uh, thanks for the program. It's been great. I didn't expect to sit here and listen to it all, but I'm um, am very pleased with it. I've um, been a long time volunteer with KPFA. That's one of the things that I do. And uh, as I'm getting older and having uh, now becoming a disabled person, I I can do less, but I'm still involved. And something that I've been uh, doing for my health is I'm really against uh, big pharma and that brand of medicine, Mm
4: -hmm.
6: although I'm lucky enough to have um, a retirement and uh, Kaiser coverage, I um, amaze my Kaiser doctor by not having any prescriptions. Mm. And uh, it took me a while to find a doctor there who would tolerate that, (laughs) Um, but I have. And uh, she said, well, you know, you're experimenting with your body. And I said, yeah. (laughs) Um,
3: yes, and
6: um, one of my problems came from the fact that i I lived with a heavy smoker as a child, and um, it's to shorten the story, my lungs were uh, probably frozen at the
4: uh,
6: size of a two year old <laughs> and it only began to really give me a lot of trouble when I turned 79
4: mm-hmm.
6: and um so I'm on oxygen now and lots of uh, procedures to take care of that sort of thing. Um, so I, I would say that smoking is probably worse than uh, being addicted to alcohol. Mm. I other, father who was addicted to both. Right. Wow. And, and um, um, uh, however, uh, my. Kaiser doctor does recommend that if I'm going to drink wine it's red wine is better for you and I've heard all of that research and I I do drink a little wine and I do choose red
2: now okay now Barbara thank you for calling
6: to a time when I have some some, something to celebrate where I I have to have a reason to get a champagne
4: bottle out.
2: (laughs) thank you so much Barbara I really appreciate you calling in and I know you I just want to say I I haven't seen you in a while but I really appreciate you participating in this conversation and I think the key thing that you said there was yes we should not smoke I I think everyone can agree with that but um, you said you drink a little wine all things in moderation I think it's okay if we We take care of ourselves when we're younger that's the the key we can't wait until we're 70 we have to start at 25 much
4: earlier
2: yeah or something like that thank you again for calling in i really appreciate it let's go to another call um larry in fresno welcome to full circle
1: yes uh um, life is full circle Life comes in a circle, you know when we were babies, we were dependent upon people and um but i and, and then dying, you know um uh, but one time you know i'm sixty five and when I was like eighteen, I took some acid a uh, uh, window pane they called it and and I thought I was going to die oh, i was man. Uh, I took too much. And I was praying that, you know, and I wrote this poem that it was raining, and I said, the night in the rain, it was a battle for me between life and death. Mm. And Mother Nature heals her wounds. Mm. And I saw the trees and the grass getting life from the rain, but it was once dead. Mm. And uh, and I, I think that, Tie your camel, you know, the uh, the Prophet Muhammad said that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah, go to the doctor, you know, but tie your camel. You know, if you got a car, you don't need the keys in it, do you? Yeah. You uh, need the door open, you, you tie your camel. So, you know, and, and that's all I have to say is that, you know... Um, that you know life is for circle, that's a good name for your program because mm-hmm. we go in a circle. thank,
3: thank you me. so okay, much, thank you. Thank, thank you very much.
2: thank you, larry and Fresno i i I have to say, I could look back on my past and see some terrible things I inflicted on my body as well. I'm not going to confess right now, but just say, <laughs> I wish I had the consciousness that I have now when I was 25, you know, that I wouldn't have abused my body the way I did with so many substances and stuff. But I've learned, and I'm trying to share that knowledge with people right now. All you young people out there, take care of yourself now, because once you get 67 and 70, it's too late. (laughs) Let's get another call. Rosie from Sarasota, Florida. Welcome to Full Circle.
9: Thank you for this uh, topic. And um, I had a thinking about the quality of life and people living, whether they're trying to, you know, pretend that aging isn't happening or, or whatever, they're just sort of healthy enough, but they end up in these places that really lack a, what I consider a quality of life. What do you um, suggest about that?
2: Well... First of all, as I just said, you need to plan for the end of your life when you're younger. That's the that's the key. And if not, have family members who care about you understand what you need to. Because what often happens is we depend on our families to take care of us when we're older and they may not be aware of the facility you're being put into or that you want to stay at home or be able to have the resources to allow you to stay home so this is the kind of things we need to plan a little earlier, I may, maybe not 20 but maybe around 30 or 40 or 50 you need to start thinking about who's going to take care of you, what do you need to be happy and what are the resources you have available to you does yeah. that help?
9: Well, yeah, in general, but I mean, a lot of, a lot of people in this country simply do not have the resources right. and probably never will. Mm. And, and I agree, you cannot depend um, on family or whatever. They're not able a lot of times to just do it. So, yeah.
3: Well, I, one thing that comes to mind for me is the relationships that you're cultivating before you get to that time in your life. Um I think about, for example, people who don't have kids of their own, and, um, you know, they just go through life, and a lot of them are very activist people, and, um, you know, when you're 30, and you're, you know, struggling in between jobs, and you don't have necessarily enough money to pay for a um, two-bedroom apartment, you know, you maybe decide you don't want to have kids, but is those relationships that you're going to build that are going to see you through life. Mm. Um, because there there is something that can be done, even if you don't have family of your own. If you have it, like, like I do personally, mm. I'm trying to put a lot more emphasis on my uh, relationship, you know, taking care of them so that in, in the time I need it, then they will um will willingly go and take care of me too
2: well i just want to say too um individually it's difficult for us to say how this can go but as a society Personally, one of the reasons why I'm doing this show and doing work around it is because there are so many people who will need help. And our society does not make um, preparation for, for for example, the large population of baby boomers. How many of us are going to be needing or relying on society to help us? So as activists, as an activist, um, I think it's important that we work towards helping older people, the elders, um, adjust to being elders and to live. Happily and calmly and safely, how we can do it individually, as I said, on our own. You need to start planning when you're forty or thirty, and try to come up with um, someone who can help you make develop a relationship, as Lana suggested. But also, as a society, we need to start um, giving some of the love that we give to youth. We need to give it to aging, to the aged. and that's my advice. Let's take another call. If you want to join us here, the number is one eight hundred. Nine five eight nine zero zero eight. Let's take another call. Wanda from El Cerrito. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, let's, yeah, Wanda from El Cerrito. Welcome to Full Circle.
10: Thank you. Thank you for this show. Um, <laughs> I have read Natural Causes, and it is an excellent book. I really would recommend it for anyone who's fifty or older. Yeah. Um, Barbara Ehrenreich has... I'm so grateful to her because she has expressed my very own conclusions, but expanded on them Mm. and articulated them so much better. Um, um, (laughs) one, One new thing that I have formulated with the assistance of her book is when some medical procedure is recommended, some course of action, especially if it's about a more serious thing, to train ourselves to always ask, what is the alternative? And Ehrenreich points out that sometimes the alternative, doing nothing, is preferable. and I, I it's just such a wonderful book. She points out that that filling your calendar with um, doctor appointment, after a doctor appointment, after test, after is is just no way to live. Um, and that, you know just try not to go to the doctor whatever yes
2: <laughs> whatever your age
7: try not to go to the doctor
10: <laughs> right i vote for that
4: <laughs> I, I mean
10: and of course i i would not you know deter anyone or dissuade anyone who needs to go of course of course as Aaron reich says um but it's it's a wonderful book. Um, and one little correction. Um, okay. Baby boomers are people born between the years of, from 1946 to 1964.
2: Well, yeah, that's a difference of opinion. That's not what they're saying in the U.S. Census on the uh, computer. But thank you. Thank you, Barb. Okay. Uh wanda my friend wanda <laughs> <This> is another <laughs> supporter of kpfa calling in i really appreciate you supporting me and i'm glad you liked the book i'm glad we brought it up on this show tonight yeah yeah definitely thanks for calling yeah. okay let's get we got one more call i think we could squeeze in before the end yeah, of the show all sure. right let's, let's go, go to it. barbara mm-hmm. in richmond welcome to full circle
6: I, I recognize I was on before, but there was a really important thing that I didn't get to get in. And I wanted to uh, comment of how valuable I have found it lately of my uh, interest in alternative medicine. Because mm-hmm. there are a lot of people doing research that I- that are, it, it's just a lot of activity. And I've had some success with um, remedies that I've been using. Um, that have I wouldn't say reversed my symptoms or conditions, but um, uh, uh, alleviated things. Mm-hmm. For instance, when I, you know, when the dentist is checking your teeth and pokes you with something, and your gums bleed a little, my dental hygienist this last visit said, "Your your gums are not bleeding at all." Uh, what have you been doing? And it turns out that one of the long-time vitamin things I've been taking has had been enhanced, mm-hmm. and they've found different ways to make it more effective. And I'm sure that that is why my gums didn't bleed when oh, okay. I went. Okay. All right. And thank thank so you. I think that it's very valuable to be looking at What's happening in alternative? uh, The people doing research in alternative ways to treat us that are not the things that big pharma and big. Hospital Definitely uh,
3: Barbara. I'm I thank you. We're getting to the end of the show and go. I, I wanna say um I applaud thank you. you thank do you. it, do it. I do it too. Uh, and I have stories of my own, but that's all the time we have to take calls. And thank you all for participating. We wouldn't be community radio without you. Also, just a friendly reminder that we're still taking donations to close up the recent fund drive that cut short. If you didn't get a chance, please go to kpfa.org. And that brings us to the end of tonight's show, folks. Tune in next week at 7
2: p.m. for a discussion on money and is it necessary this show was made possible for you by our executive producer Miss M our technical director Franklin Free Will and Franklin Sterling and myself Joy Moore as production consultant
3: we've been your host Joy Moore and Laura Laborigua Chegaray thanks to Darlene Pagano our board operator and our tech assistant Kendall Craco. tune in next week to
2: Full Circle at 7pm right here on K- K- KPFA Pacifica 94.1 FM or on the web at KPFA.org org our website is kpfaapprentice.org there you can listen to our archive shows if you have any questions or topics for future shows give us a call 510-848-6767 extension 235 or send an email to fullcircle at kpfa.org
3: thank you for joining us tonight on full circle stay tuned la onda bajita is next